bollocks. Hello. Hey. Hello, <laughs> and welcome back to this week of Unclassical. Don't move while talking into the microphone, Katie. That's going to freak people out. <laughs> it's all collapsing around uh... you. Yes, welcome back to Unclassical, the podcast where we give our uh, unique, yes. interesting yes, interpretation of classical texts. For any trigger warnings, please check the episode description. But we're thinking this week... It's Pride and Prejudice, so... We're in safe territory. It's pretty chill. Like, it's not like Tess of the Durbervilles. Yeah, if anyone's uh, still a bit traumatised from that. We're on lighter territory. Lighter territory, but still very problematic. (laughs) I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And as I said, we're going to be looking at... Pride and Prejudice by Miss Jane Austen, who is actually from around here, wasn't she? This is the thing. I swear there are loads of places in England that are like, Jane Austen's from around here. She moved around quite a lot because, well, yeah. like we're going to discover in the book, mm. um, if you're a woman back <laughs> in um, ye olde times, mm-hmm. you have no rights. And if your family and like, or you're not married and people die. Sorry, the wind just blew the door open. <laughs> Thought it was a ghost. You carry on, you carry on. Okay, well, ignore any background noise that you might hear. It's alright, I've locked the door. (laughs) (laughs) So, in ye olde times, if you were a woman, you were not allowed to own property, and, lol joke, if your husband, brother, or dad passed away, (laughs) go fuck yourself, quite frankly. Mm. And I think that's. Ain't no one else gonna be fucking you. Ain't no one else. Mm. And I think that's kind of um, Anne's Jane, because she never married, but I know that one of her brothers, like, bought her. I think Autumn was her final resting place. Is but she like, buried round here? Loads of people are buried in Winchester. So. Well, but like, I feel like Autumn mm. was like her final home. Because mm. I think like she grew up somewhere else. She, she lived in Bath for a while. And then her I think... Her sister was called Cassandra. And there is a cafe round here called Cassandra's Cup. Little, little... Let's go and record the we've, podcast We've there. been there. We took you there. Oh. <laughs> I just hit my head. Clearly I've, I've got some memory loss. <laughs> it hurts. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I didn't realize she didn't marry. No, yeah. Oh. No, oh, did she? <laughs> I don't Great think research. she did. <laughs> Maybe she had a secret life. But yes, so she wrote Pride and Prejudice. She did write Pride and Prejudice, which, um, as, we, as I'm pretty sure we all know, is, you know, the basis of Bridget Jones, which is probably a bit more elite, bit, bit more our territory. Oh, yeah, what was, what's your notebook? Oh, yes, before, oh, that's the sign-off. What did you want to know? No, no. Just wanted to check we were doing things right. Oh. <laughs> Let's check everything was in order. Just wanted to check. <laughs> right. Well, shall we begin with the tale of Pride and Prejudice? Are you all sitting comfortably? Sit makes you all sitting comfortably, lovely. And well, I don't know why I'm flicking to the middle of the book. <laughs> yeah, then I'm just going to read it straight to you. <laughs> so we begin the story we, where we meet Mr. and Mrs. Bennett. Mr. and Mrs. Bennett are the mother and father of the Bennett sisters, you know, Jane, Elizabeth, and the irrelevant ones. The main party, yeah, the, the ones party. no one cares about. <laughs> yeah, no one gives a shit about the rest. They are well irrelevant. But anyway, and um, Mrs. Bennett is telling Mr. Bennett how some hot young toddy has just moved to town called Mr. And Mrs. Bennett is trying to encourage Mr. Bennett to go and visit him to encourage him to come meet her daughters because she wants him to get married off. And it's a bit tragic. Like, you've just moved to town and someone's like, do you want to come meet my daughters? <laughs> well, but to be fair, I'm kind of on Mrs. Bennett's side with this. Oh, God, yeah. Because, yeah. like, everyone goes on. Like, the whole way it's all written. It's like, oh, silly Mrs. Bennett always trying to marry her daughters off. Well, if she doesn't, they're all going to die. 
and be destitute. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, and this is what annoyed me. Mr. Bennett is fully like, give a shit. And it's like, yeah, oh. he like literally doesn't give a shit about literally. whether his daughter's He's like, yeah, but he does are just like, wind his wife up. I'm like, mean. But he's really like, why should I go visit him? And she's like, because you have to. Yeah, you have to make the connection as a yeah. man because no one respects us. And literally, he's like, oh god folly i'm sure you'll come across him at a ball and she's like no but then we can't talk to him if we haven't had an introduction he's like oh well yeah so actually she's the more responsible one yes. and thinking of like the long-term plans here yeah oh hang on i think i found a good quote in the opening again flicking to the middle of the book just really <laughs> seems to like it there yes love it that's a nice page turning for you. Yeah, look at the flick, flick. Oh, also there are some uh, uh, amazing illustrations in this. We've already had some of our stories on Instagram, but be sure to check those out. Yeah. Freaking funny. Um, also, I just want to say, obviously Jane Austen wrote this. The, Did she? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was Thomas Hardy again. Yeah, that wily bastard. And um, this is her first book, and the character of Elizabeth Bennet is meant to be somewhat autobiographical. Yeah, she names the hot sister after herself. But... <laughs> just saying, just saying. She's only human at the end she's of the day. She's only human. Say, I'm the sexy one. <laughs> but anyway, because just at points, I get confusing about whether we're talking about Jane Austen or ah. Jane Bennett. So if you hear me being very, what's the word, formal and referring to her as Austen, oh, it's just to why. make it clear. Okay, yeah. We because there's points when I'm like, Jane's being a cunt. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do it's, we know which? Yeah. Okay, so from yeah. here on out, Jane Austen is now called Austen. With you. Or Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But anyway, Austen oh. is clearly a bit of a prick towards women, <laughs> despite being one herself. <laughs> because um, she she constantly does this, describing women as inferior intelligence to men, which is really annoying. Mm. So when we meet Mr. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Not Mr. Mm. and Mr. Mr. and Mr. Progressive, progressive. For <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bennett, they are described as thus. Mr. Bennett was so odd a mixture of quick of quick parts, sarcastic humour, reserve, and caprice that the experience What's of three caprice. No fucking idea. You can order a caprice salad, which is like tomato and mozzarella. No, that's a caprese. Well, it's delicious. Let's look at reserve and ca- just sort of like res- mm. <laughs> good description for a podcast. Mm. Mm. Ah. I mean, he's a quiet being. He's res- <laughs> By the way, said it's reserved. I feel mm. it's the same thing. Same thing. Um, that the experience of three and twenty years had been insufficient to make his wife understand her his character. Her mind was less difficult to develop. She was a woman of mean understanding, little information, and uncertain temper. Right. Okay. It's this thing, isn't it? Like women can't control their emotions. They're just like oh, oh, there's so much of that, and it's just like there's a bit later on when they're talking about some girls, and they're like, oh, they always spend far too much, and it's just like. And the men don't. Yeah, you spend far too much. Yeah, sort of like you just bought like three houses. Yeah. You're only living in one. Lazy. Mm. Lazy. No <laughs> more. Rubbish. Make the most of it. And they have to keep the staff in each house, don't they? Yeah, fully. Yeah. Like, that's wasteful. Oh my God, how fucking lost would it be if you were that staff though? And they were like, they never come here, so we just live in their massive house and just That'd have a pretty great, great night. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I want it. Yeah. Fixed time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's long for things that we can achieve. <laughs> but anyway, um, Mr. Bennett Bennett does go and meet Bingley. And um, yeah, and then Mrs. Bennett's happy with that and everything. And he surprises her being like, oh, I did go see him. Now you can talk to him at the next ball. Um, this is another slight issue that I have with the writing of this. Like, if you've seen the TV adaptions, they dwell more on these moments. Whereas in the book, it's sort of like, Mr. Bennett did meet Bingley and they discussed at length in his study. Mm. The next day, and you're like, I feel it was like 
unpack the interesting bits. Don't fill out the boring connecting bits. Literally, like the connected bits go on for fucking pages. And then they'll be like, and then I'll be like an interesting bit of like Darcy fancying Lizzie. And it's like summed up in two sentences. And you're like, what What did I miss? I felt that when I was trying to surmise um, Tess of the Dare. Yeah. You flip through the book to find the bit like where they got married. And it literally be like half a sentence. And it'll take you ages to find it. I was trying to do that earlier because I was like, they're clearly at a ball now. But when did they get here? (laughs) They're at the ball anyway. And then the sky and the hues. It's ridiculous. Um, Clean it in the ass. Oh yeah, so they they go to the ball and um, meet Mr. Bingley. Mr. Bingley takes a fancy to Jane and dances two dances with her. Um, But however, he also brings a companion with him. A tall, dark, handsome stranger. Male companion. Yes. Yes. Well, he also brings his sisters. Sisters? Sisters. Hmm. Miss Bet. Not Miss Bennett. <laughs> Miss Bingley. There you go. I was going to say we're getting very friendly. We're getting very incestuous <laughs> over here. No, his sisters, Miss Bingley and Mrs. Hurst. Mrs. Mrs. Hurst's husband is hilarious. Yeah. Just because he's completely not involved at all. <laughs> like, no one just, cares about him. No one cares. It's just sort of like, he was thinking of breakfast. <laughs> He'll, he, he could not understand why people did not delight in cards. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, and they say women are simple. Yeah, is he just the awkward one in the middle? Like, shall we all play another game of he's cards? He's not even awkward. Just he's too stupid. Yeah, or just like I like cards and brandy. <laughs> Therefore, and cheese <laughs> and cheese. To be fair, it sounds like I'd be sitting with to him. To be fair, it sounds like he's having, <laughs> having a great time. I think he sounds fun. Yeah, and he should be more involved in the story. Yeah, have his own book. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hurst. Have you heard of Stilton? Stilton's really good. Mm. Stilton's not good. Well, it depends. Have you heard of Stilton? Put it in some cooking. Add some broccoli. That's the gateway. You can tell we're from Surrey. <laughs> So yeah, they're at the ball now. And they're at the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, um, Mr. Darcy. The, Mr. Darcy is Bingley's tall, handsome companion. Mm-hmm. Just as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's another story. Yeah. Um, but he refuses to dance with anyone, and this is right. Then the locals find this like rather despicable and everything, which I think is kind of harsh because then they later they go on being like, oh, he wouldn't even talk to anyone but his own party. And it's like. It's just Me. a bit awkward. <laughs> yeah. I'd be exactly the same. Yeah. Can you imagine you went out to a nightclub now and you just like hung out with your mates and just danced with them and at the end of the night you were like leaving. There was like a committee like, and you did not endeavour to dance with us. Like, how dare you? Oh no. So it's just awkward. <laughs> and also, how like, what's the word? Um, up yourself do you have to be to be like you owe me your company oh like, God, like yeah. completely strangers maybe they don't like you yeah exactly like and they're like oh he's so proud like why doesn't he want to hang out with us well maybe you're just nice people also I think I come across as a bitch sometimes it's oh like, yeah I do and it's like look it's not that I'm a bitch it's just because I hate you no, it's, <laughs> it's I... not that I'm a bitch it's just you, you suck yeah it's, I do not have the energy to talk to you and to meet new people but I'm a nice person I'm sure you are but I'm not yeah like (laughs) it's very very exhausting making conversation exhausting and then you sit alone and you're like we should somewhere to go (laughs) (laughs) yeah then your one friend goes away and you're like what the fuck am I meant to do yeah god make new friends selfish no No. (laughs) that would make me have to interact yeah disgusting disgusting unacceptable that's why we make a podcast shut away shut away (laughs) afraid making friends with the internet people yes yes nice safe distance nice safe distance (laughs) what 
else have I written? Oh, yes. So, moving on a little bit. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, I missed a bit, didn't I? I was going to say what Mr. Darcy's first impressions of Lizzie were. Because <laughs> they're um, slightly interesting. So, yeah, um, Jane's been dancing with Mr. Bingley. And then Mr. Bingley's like, oh, why don't you come and have a dance? And he's like... To Mr. Darcy. To, Darcy. to Mr. Darcy. Mm. And Mr. Darcy's like, no, fam, I don't really... Not I don't really want to. And he says that like, you've got the only good-looking girl in the room, meaning oh Jane. Yeah. Um, but even but that's a bit later on. He doesn't think she's that hot. Um, and then Mr. Bingley's like, "Oh, of course not. Her her younger sister is most agreeable." Blah blah blah. And Mr. Darcy says, in earshot of Lizzie, "She is tolerable, but not handsome enough to tempt me. And I am in no humour at present to give consen- consequence to young ladies who are slighted by other men." Oh, yeah, she'd been rejected by someone else at the dance. <gasps> so he's but, basically like, I don't take sloppy seconds. I ain't taking no sloppy seconds. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> what Such a prick. She is tolerable. And so Lizzie's just there like, cool. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, bro. But Lizzie being a cool girl, she's like, give a shit. I don't yeah. want to dance with you anyway, prick face. To be fair, yeah, she does not give a shit. Um, but anyway, back home, then all the they're all telling Mr. Bennett about the party and he's like, oh, I wish you'd had a shit time then I wouldn't have to listen to you talk about it. Who does he say? Oh, Mr. Bennett. Mr. Bennett. Yeah. He says that to his wife because he's really nice. That's and horrible. I know. This is what I mean. I'm like, why are you so horrible to her? Like, I get she's a bit annoying. But you're so mean to That's her. A horrible thing like, to say. He literally, there's a bit, and it's like, he had rather hopes that all his wife's views on the stranger would be disappointed. But, so just one to say it's horrible if your partner's had a nice time at something and wants to talk about it, you're like, fuck off, I don't want to hear about you. Literally. That's problematic in itself. But also, we've established that if she doesn't make these connections and marry her daughters off, they will be left destitute. They will literally. lose their house. They will have to go to the workhouse. They will live he in dire zero conditions. Shit. And it's written like, oh, Mr. Bennett, he's the funny one. Mrs. Bennett, oh, she's a bit of a nightmare, isn't she? And I'm like, she's actually just making sure her daughters are okay yeah. after he pops his clogs. Like, he's an asshole. He's honestly, where's another bit? Um, Oh yeah, so she's going on about how she's really excited, Mrs. Bennett, and saying how like he danced, how Mr. Bingley danced most of his dances with Jane, and then she's saying, "Oh, but she did, he did also dance with so and so and so and so." And he's like, "If he had any compassion for me," cried her husband impatiently, "he would not have danced half so much. For God's sake, say no more of his partners. Oh, that he had sprained his ankle in the first dance." You want him to dance with your daughter so that he fucking marries her. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. And he's constantly interrupting her, being like, oh, but then this happened. He's Ugh. like, give a shit. I'm going to bed. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me, excuse me. The man is talking now. Fully. <laughs> and then just goes to bed without being happy for her. Like, not even just like, he's literally annoyed that his wife's had a good evening. Arsenic and his cocoa, in my opinion. Fully. Well, if they mm. do that, then they're going to go to workhouse. Oh, fucking hell. Can't oh. even kill him off anymore. They're a proper trapped, didn't they? Yeah, they didn't really yeah. are. It's, 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 it's honestly what we call problematic yeah <laughs> at the end of the day there's a reason that word is banded about it's pretty apt anyway moving on so another family um that are friendly with the bennett's are the lucases and they're kind of like similar to the bennett's and they've got a few kids blah 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 and their one of their oldest child is called charlotte she's like 27 um she's not described as a looker which is a big thing back then Lady Lucas was a very kind... Oh, yeah, this is moving on to um, to Charlotte's mum. Lady mm. Lucas was a very good kind of woman. Not too clever to be... Um, to be Not too clever to be a valuable neighbour to Mrs. Bennet. So, basically, 
Women are better if they're a bit thick. Yeah, a little bit thick, a little bit simple. So that's just another one of Austin's interjections yeah. that women aren't aren't so smart and they're better for it. Is Austin one of those people who was just like, I mean, I just don't really have any girlfriends. I just get on better with boys. I, like, I think she had a sister that she was close with. Maybe yeah. her sister didn't talk much. Maybe. <laughs> but still, having a sister and but having also just like friends. those times, weren't it? Like... Mm. Um, oh yeah, and then like yeah, basically the whole town's in agreement that Darcy is rude and a little bitch. Um, but yeah, he's just a bit awkward and that's fine. That's and they're, they're all complaining, being like, he didn't, I sat next to him for half an hour and he did not once speak to me. And it's like, well, maybe you should have speak, spoken to him. Yeah, exactly. Strike up the conversation first. Yeah, you're just staring at him like, you're going to see something then. <laughs> so it's probably pretty... quite scary. <laughs> you were probably terrifying me. <laughs> yeah. like, and these women kept sitting by me and staring intently and then moving away. It was really fucking weird. Was really creepy, man. <laughs> to know what to do with myself. <laughs> At least social interactions have gotten a bit better now. Just yeah. add them on Tinder. Literally. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, Lizzie and Charlotte are kind of discussing what they think is going to happen between Bennett... Bingley. Bingley. All these bloody B names. It's bloody confusing. Yeah. Diversify. <laughs> but yeah, um, so Lizzie and Charlotte are discussing what they think is going to happen between Bingley and Jane. Mm. Um, and... Uh, Charlotte, being a practical young lady, points out in nine cases out of ten, a woman had better show more affection than she feels. Bingley likes your sister undoubtedly, but he may never do more than like her if she does not help him on. Oh, God. We've got to do bloody everything around here, don't we? We've got to do bloody everything. And like, well, I suppose it's this whole thing, isn't it? That you have to meet someone that you like and then decide if you want to marry them. Yeah, immediately. So, like, I suppose... Yeah, back then, if you wanted like to secure them, you have to be like, oh, I do love you. And they'd be like, oh, really? Oh, um, okay, I guess we should take this to the next level. Otherwise, it would just kind of like... Peter fizzle. out. But, so I suppose, yeah, you probably would marry them before you were like properly in love with them. Yeah, it goes on to say that like you, it's better to know little about your partner as possible, lest they disappoint you. Uh, the foundations for a healthy relationship, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Know little about them. Well, I didn't know he was a murderer, but to, to be, be fair, fair, I wasn't like... Uh, I, I don't know how to spin that one. Oh, he wasn't asking many questions before. He had no smile, and that was it. That was it. And then I just said, uh, we didn't talk much in our marriage, and that's the secret to a happy marriage. Yeah, 15 years in. You are. <laughs> yeah, like, you were killing people. Yes, dear, I've been killing every day for weeks. For, for weeks. weeks and years. Like, <laughs> Where do you think I go every Thursday night? What? You know what now? You know what now? <laughs> Can I get involved? Can I get involved? I think that might be something they could bond over if they just yes. had a bloody discussion. And if they discussed it beforehand, they might not have gotten married. So you know what? Bang on. Don't talk to your future spouses. Don't just get do married. It. It's and, not worth it. And you might bond over their flaws. <laughs> exactly. Um, now we move on. I like we're chilling with Darcy. Um, mm. And he's reflecting on what he thought of Lizzie and reflecting on what he said about her originally. And um, well, he gets a little mm. bit pervy. What does he... <laughs> Though he had detected with a critical eye more than one failure of perfect symmetry in her form, oh. he was forced to acknowledge her figure to be light and pleasing. Ew. So basically, she's a fuck face, but she's got a damn nice body. Yeah, she's got a nice body. I could hear better. I'll give right her there. that. Her if she wears a plastic bag, a plastic bag. She's <laughs> <laughs> got uh, all kinds of kinky. Paper bag <laughs> over her face, and maybe we could get it on. <laughs> Did I tell you years ago? Uh, this is a very niche res uh, restaurant. Mm. Mm, niche delicious. reference. Uh, but me and my partner went to a 90s themed party, and on SMTV Live, they used to do this mm. little skit of um, the beautiful, beautiful course. Hey. Yeah, and um, so I was the beautiful cause, and I had two wooden spoons for the other two female cause members. And then my boyfriend was, um, oh, Brian, is that what he's called? The other brother, 
I am young. I do not know. <laughs> I think that's what he's called. But basically, he always had like a paper bag over his head. And they'd be like, shut up. You're not as beautiful as us. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have a paper bag. So I sent him into the fish and chip shop. And he was like, could I just have a paper bag, please? And they were like, yeah, what's this for? And he's like, my girlfriend says I'd wear it on my head. <laughs> and I just walked out. And they were like, y- you can leave. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to stay, man. <laughs> he wore it for like loads of the party. Everyone thought it was weird. They were not wrong. Yeah, yeah they were not. Anyway, I knew I had better handwriting. <laughs> it's like the scribblings of a madman. Ah, what happened the thing next? Is, it's not consistent scribbles. It's not either. It cha- mine's the same. Like my handwriting changes. You know, like in um murder mysteries and stuff, and they're always like the handwriting matches. <laughs> like, like, well, to which one? To which one? Which, I, do, that's, I don't get that about um handwriting experts. I'm like, oh, well, I've got about seven. Yeah. Also, because um. It's complete bollocks, but people look at it as well, like the handwriting of like a psychopath, don't they? Like, oh, if you do this, and like, well, maybe I might 25% of the time, but the rest of the time I do this. I've got like three different styles going across this page alone. 33. (laughs) 33, everyone's different. So, yeah, Darcy's just been like saying that she's got a banging body, hasn't he? Yeah, so he's starting to fancy her a bit. Um... She's a grower. She's a grower, not a shower. The Bennett's um, estate, as I was saying earlier, is going to go to a male heir. That's the law of it, because women have no rights. Oh, very sorry. My car's done with its MOT. Sorry about so, that. Uh, sometimes in life you have to record a podcast, and uh, other times in life you have to go pick up a car from its MOT. Exactly. <laughs> you know, life goes on regardless um, of the podcast. Yeah, and spend a lot of money on it. So uh, we are back. I am Slightly poorer. poorer. Yeah. <laughs> Considerably poorer. But I do have a car, so still rather privileged. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. We've just been discussing how the Bennett family gets jack shit when the dad dies because they're all women. Mm-hmm. So obviously Mrs. Bennett is a massive bitch trying to get her Such daughters married cunt. off. Like, well, how selfish. Selfish, man. Doesn't she know that her husband just wants to sit in his study and not worry about that? Not hear her yabbering on all day. Literally. Annoying, so you don't want to fucking hear your shit, mate. <laughs> Give a shit. <laughs> anyway, moving on from this. Um, Jane receives a letter. <gasps> I love this because I, I did read this like ages ago at school, but like I don't remember it well enough. So I'm like, did she? Who's did it she? from? This is like when, I, when you were doing tests. I was like, oh, really? Because <laughs> I didn't know how tests ended. So I was like, what? What? Did she not? No. Well, oh. I think I did once, but I forgot. Come on. Were you a bit shook? I was a bit shook. <laughs> I <laughs> had a cry. That should have been a trigger warning. Like, don't I get too attached to Tess. She's going to die. If, if that's spoilers for you, go back and listen. Like, yeah. I have no sympathy. Well, no sympathy. Listen to our other <laughs> shit. Yeah. Other shit. Shit. And our snake. very well thought out content. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, but yeah, Jane receives a letter from Miss Bingley. And lovely Austin has done her classic thing of being like, like, she dined with them four times last month. <laughs> Which, you know, could have been interesting, but was summarised in one sentence. So that yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, Jane, Jane died, died. Jane died? Fuck. Shit. Jane dined with the Bingleys. With the Bingleys, yeah. like, four times over the last month. Yeah, but just glance over that. Glance over that, not relevant. But she's received a letter from Miss Bingley saying, like, oh, do you want to come for dinner? And Mrs. Bennett's like, oh, what a joyous occasion. You shall go on horseback as it is to be a horrible day. And then you shall stay the night. So she she rode the horse. It wasn't a carriage. Yeah, yeah. she wasn't allowed to take the carriage. God, she didn't even get a carriage. My God, such harsh times. <laughs> but her mum made her take the made her yeah. not take the carriage. So she'd have to simply stay the night. So Jane doesn't want to do this because she doesn't want to impose on the Bingley's company. But her mother gives zero shit. So sends yeah. her off. 
Um, also, Imagine just rocking up at like someone you wanted to date's house. Like, my mum said I should come for dinner. <laughs> well, actually, you said I should oh, come yeah. for dinner. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But unfortunately, it poured with rain. So poor Jane Rhymes mm-hmm. was in pain because she was <laughs> ill. And she was kind of lame because she couldn't walk home. Yeah. Go home. And yet again... I don't know. <laughs> Did it drive her insane? <laughs> Probably. As we've established, her mum's well annoying. <laughs> so, yeah, Jane's got ill over at the Bingleys. Um, so she has to stay in night because it's horrible weather. Mm-hmm. And then um, she receives a letter. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she sends a letter mm-hmm. to Elizabeth mm-hmm. being like, I'm well sick. Can you come, like, keep me company? Because... Orcs. Boring as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And this time, her mother has insisted that... Um, Elizabeth take the carriage so it'll look proper and decent because it's all rainy and gross everywhere. Mm. But Liz is like, no, nah, give a shit. I'm going to go for a walk, mate. Oh, really? Liz Liz likes a stroll in the rain. Yeah, clearly. She's all about that. She don't give a fuck. Yeah, so she wanders on her way and is having a great old fucking time. <laughs> yeah, so she rocks up at the Bingleys um, and they are fucking shook <laughs> because she has mud up to her knees and her face is flushed from the exertion of her exercise women should not be flushed they should not be flushed not unless they're dying in childbirth not unless they're dying it's completely unacceptable <laughs> don't they know anything about decorum gosh absolutely unforget unforgivable and the entire party is absolutely shook by this um including mr darcy and mr hurst mr darcy said very little and mr hurst said nothing at all the former was divided between admiration of the brilliancy which exercise had given to her complexion <laughs> and doubt as to the occasions justifying her coming so far alone the latter was thinking only of his breakfast amazing who's the latter mr hurst mr hurst yeah of course who else you have a shirt there's a young girl here What's for brekkie? I uh, he is my spirit animal. I do really. I wouldn't care if someone turned up late, like or whatever. Late, uninvited, covered in mud. Give, give a, a shit. shit. Like, like maybe got servants wipe. to go deal with her. Oh yeah, Breakfast. I was gonna say maybe wipe your feet, but as if they're caring about as that. As if so. they give a shit. All he cares about are cards and breakfast. I want boiled eggs. Not pancakes. Do they have pancakes? I don't know. Do they, but, do they have eggs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So then there's like a lot of just boring shit where she's hanging out with the Bingleys and it's like, oh, she had a most tedious time. So let's go into some really oh, deep God. detail about the looks Mrs. Bingley would send her and how they were scornful because Mr. Darcy was sending her admiring looks. <laughs> and this literally goes on for about 20 pages. Sounds welcoming as well. Like him being like, brown chicka, wow, wow, this other woman. I hate you. I hate you. You suck. Lizzie goes up to, off to see Jane upstairs where she's ill, but she's fine. Mm. Um, well, yeah, she's got like the sniffles, hasn't she? She's got the sniffles and she's yeah. basically got a bit of flu, like, but she'll this be fine. Is... Sorry, it's very loud bang outside. I think someone died. Oh, well. (laughs) Moving on. Um, What was I going to say? This seems to be a reoccurring theme in yield books where people get a little bit damp and they're like, to bed for a fortnight. Literally, like, I'm. But then, to be fair, Jane is very much like, oh, I feel so wretched. And it's like, okay, I hope you got a sniff. Yeah. Also, do you. Like, a cold is a virus. You don't get it because you get cold. I think you become more susceptible to it if you get cold. Maybe they're all knocking around. Yeah, because it lowers your immune system. It's like Mm. when you drink, it lowers your immune system. Well, let's not focus on that because I like drinking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Miss Bingley is a right old bitch and she's always bitching to about Elizabeth to Darcy. 
smooth. Mm. You want him to fancy you. Don't bitch about the girl he fancies. So she's saying to walk three miles or four miles or five miles or whatever it is above her ankles in dirt and alone, quite alone. What could she mean by it? It seems to me to show an abominable sort of conceited independence. <laughs> a most country town indifference to decorum. How what? dare women be independent? What a whore. <laughs> Like, how dare you go out on your own? Oh, yeah, like, you think you can do these things? Well, you just can't, Elizabeth. You just can't, Lizzie. <laughs> you just can't, Elizabeth. God damn But it's also, like, are they suggesting that by her being alone, it's like, well, she's setting herself up to get in trouble because she doesn't have a male companion? Either, like, like, so, yeah, what comes her way will ha- will be it because, yeah, she's left herself open. But then also, it's just... blaming. It's just, like, not knowing her place, is it? Like, you don't want a wife that will go out on her own. Gosh. She could have a life for herself rather than being cooking your dinner. You know what? If you move about independently, she might think independently. And we just can't we have just that. just can't have that. Please it's sit inside awful. and keep your ankles clean. Oh, and this <laughs> is hilarious. Um, just a little thing. Uh, yeah, so Lizzie goes upstairs to talk to, uh, is upstairs talking to Jane at this point while they're all bitching about her. But admittedly, Darcy's like, it's chill, leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but as she re-enter, uh, but then as she comes back down, on entering the drawing room, she found the whole party at loo. <laughs> <laughs> How's it spelled? Like a toilet. L double O. That's amazing. Um, Lou do- is actually a card game. But hilarious. Oh. <laughs> just all having a shit. Like, do you want to join us? I presume they were on the toilet, but I was like, okay, but what are they doing? <laughs> just all sitting on one. Uh, do you ever just have all like... sitting and wiping together? <laughs> do you ever have these nightmares where like you go to the toilet and it's like a massive toilet or like the doors don't shut yeah. or something like that? That's what I imagine. Like a nightmare walking to the room and everyone's just on a giant toilet. Like, <laughs> join us. Join us. <laughs> Those who pull together. Do together. Bitch together, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, what about that Lizzie? Cool, what a twat. What a twat. She's like, uh, you're all literally shitting on the same toilet. And you're judging a mess. Like, you guys are on the fucking issues. It's fucking disgusting. Issues and here's some tissues. Issues, have some tissues. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Yeah, sorted. Literally. Oh, yeah, so, again, we go back to... Rambling through the Bingleys, have playing cards. What, oh, I was about to say watching TV. They didn't have TV. <laughs> Reading books. Quite more interesting. I think it's because I was zoning in and out at this point. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It was fucking drag. But then we get a lovely bit of sexism. Oh, lovely. Much to delight in. Um, yes, what, what does it say about women? Uh, yeah, dear, dear Charles Bingley is discussing what he thinks of women. Yes, all of them, I think. They are all paint tables, cover screens and net purses. I scarcely know anyone who cannot do all this, and I am sure I never heard a young lady spoken of for the, for the, for the first time out being informed that she was very accomplished. Basically, all the skills to make a good wife. Yeah, completely. But I also sometimes think of this. Like, you read these books and they're like, yeah, they were really good at like crafts. They could mm. also sing, play piano, play violin, know five languages. And I don't know, like us now like what can you do well you sketched a picture of a horse once but also you know what else i have a job i have a job yeah that's true but then also even like the skills you do in your job like they obviously they didn't have telly or like anything so they so, like, had to dedicate all their time to these skills yeah oh, that wasn't there's like a thing isn't there about like embroidery and like obviously yeah. these like amazing like time consuming uh embroideries yes that's what you yeah. call them um and but yeah it's just literally like to keep them occupied throughout the day like if you're focused on like making a beautiful embroidered flower you're gonna be less fucking bored yeah you're not gonna be like reading books uh, on philosophy or whatever and like developing yeah. theories about the world because like no you've actually spent 25 hours <laughs> in a row literally stitching a fucking keeping posy. them stupid as well yeah. 
Um, and then he goes on to say, Oh, certainly, cried his faithful assistant. No one can be really esteemed accomplished who does not greatly surpass what is usually met with. A woman must have a thorough knowledge of music, singing, drawing, dancing, and modern languages, languages to deserve the word. And besides all this, she must possess a certain something in her air and a manner of walk, the tone of her voice, her address and expression, or the word will be half deserved. Fuck They're not you. asking much, are they? Fucking yeah, hell. Jesus. And what have you exactly brought to the table, Mr Bingley? Yeah, exactly that. And again, to compare it to modern days, like, you know, we've got degrees. We can't do any of that shit. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Imagine, like, oh, you're shit. You only speak three languages. You're <laughs> fucking rubbish, mate. <laughs> you're shit. And thank you, next. Literally, like, so just how, uh, expect so much of young women. They expect this much. Clearly, they're capable of this much, but still not allowed jobs or oh to be in parliament. God, yeah, yeah, and also he's like, yeah, I've never met anyone who could do all of this. Quite often in these books, they're quite in awe of all the things women can do. Yeah, well, he is because he's like, oh my god, she painted a table, covered a screen. Oh my god, how yeah, clever. all these things. You're like, what the fuck can you do? Uh, I can look at them and uh, say all the things I want them to be able to do. Literally, it's like, I'm not even funny. Men are so thick. I'll tell you they what, they can do. Task. They can inherit land. That's mm, what they can do. In that property. is all ma- and, ma- and money. <laughs> yeah, that is all men are good for. So yes, in this very boring interlude where literally fuck all happens except some sexism. I'm gonna say some sex. <laughs> like, ain't none of that. Ain't none of that. No, none of that. Um, so yeah, we get we get through that. Um, luckily, Jane doesn't die. Absolute shocker given the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they request that their carriage be sent for them and they be taken home. Their mum's like, no. <laughs> so stay there until he fucking well marries you. <laughs> can you imagine calling your mum like, "Hi, mum, can you come pick me up from James?" No. <laughs> Has he proposed yet? No, we've no. known each other a month. Yeah. Like, well, then you're gonna stay there until you got a ring on your finger. Sorry, James. Um, my mum says I have to stay here until you propose. Well, that's not fucking awkward. <laughs> Literally. Oh, well, her mum comes to pick her up in the carriage eventually. Yeah. But she's, like, being like, you should have a bloody ball here, winky-winky to Mr. Bingley. <laughs> like, you've got such a nice house. You know what would be good here? A fucking ball. A fucking ball. And at the ball, I feel every ball is just made all that more special with a proposal. Literally. And you know what? My Jane is a very handsome young woman, is she not? <laughs> Fully what happens. And Mr. Yeah. Bingley being his nice self is like, oh, well, that would be lovely to have a ball here. Maybe someday soon. Oh. And Mr. Bingley's a sweetie. He does seem sweet even it's though he stupid. is a bit stupid he's problematic as are a lot of men don't everyone knows men well maybe not everyone there are some must be some lucky people out there that don't <laughs> <laughs> well, but, we, went to, we went to all girls schools yeah we did but yeah you know men a lot of them are very sweet but they still say problematic things yeah they try they try like little puppies <laughs> <laughs> bless their efforts <laughs> bless their little efforts but they can they can learn but uh yeah, yeah, that's what he's like. You're like, oh, you just need some educating and you you might be open to it as well. Literally. But yeah, um, oh, hang on. There is a moment just before they actually get their mum to pick them up eventually. Mm. That um, is quite a bit funny. I skipped Quite a bit bit. funny. Quite a bit funny. I'm getting into character. Just quite a bit. (laughs) Um, And I think it's the evening just before they finally get their mum to come pick them up in the carriage. Um, And... Miss Bingley really fucking fancies Darcy and he does not give a flying fuck. Mm. But he is quite polite to her about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously isn't leading her on. Like, she's always like there, like, at his elbow being like, oh, are you writing a letter? Who are you writing a letter to? Oh, you write so well. Oh, oh your pen looks... Pen- may, may I mend it for you? And he's like, oh, I always mend my own pen, but thanks. I'm going to go back to my writing my letter now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's like, they're like, oh, what are you reading? This book. Oh, it's so interesting. Yes. Do you like your book? Yes. But anyway, more about your book. I do oh. so like your book. And, like, literally 
fucking calm down, leave him alone. Like yeah, that's Jesus. too Mop much. Your fanny up and move Literally. on. Literally. <laughs> but she clocks. She clocks that he obviously fancies Lizzie. So she's like, oh, I know. She goes over to Elizabeth while he's reading his book, being like, dear Elizabeth, won't you take about a turn about the room with me? Yeah, this is a bit Which I remember. Fucking awkward thing ever. And Elizabeth's so, like, just to clarify, a turn about the room. Like they're literally like sitting down in the living room, aren't they? Yeah, and they're and like, like, shall we have a walk around? Yeah, just the walk living room around the living room. <laughs> Literally, it's like fascinating. The things we do to pass the time when the embroidery is packed away. They literally, and also, doesn't this just epitomise how boring they've gone into this section so thoroughly? Literally, it's so then boring. it's come to walking around the room. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Literally. But Elizabeth's like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> <Feeling> great. <laughs> fucking great, might as well. And Miss um, Bing- Miss um, Bingley is like, oh, Mr. Darcy, won't you join us? And no. Uh, what is it he says? He says something to... He says something pervy, I remember. Yeah. Um, because you are conscious that your figures appear to the to their greatest advantage in walking, if the first, I should be completely in your way, and if the second, I can admire you much better as I sit by the fire. Oh, basically, yeah, I can check out your ass better from here, love. Fully, that, that's what I wrote. Like, he just wants to look at Lizzie's bum. Yeah, one hundo. Yeah, then, he's noticed it from fairly early <laughs> on after he was like, minging face, nice ass. Nice ass, good eyes, gross face. Good bum. Yeah. At the end of the day, a bit of a correlation. There's a tick overall. No overall tick. <laughs> you know, it's just all right, it's all right. There's a bit earlier on when he's also like, he would be in trouble if it weren't for her low class. And it's like, what? You snobby twat. Because he's saying he fancies her, but then he's like, oh, I'd be in such trouble if it weren't for her low status. And you're like, I thought they were a fairly all right status. The yeah, but they're not parents. in the league. They're, they're like, they're middle class. Oh, and I, they're like upper class. Upper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, Darcy fetches 10,000 a year, so, mm. you know, mm. fuck all to everyone else. So that mm, vibrated my lips and it tickled. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard being us. It's very, very difficult. It feels uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, so the Bennett's return home thingy, what's her face? Jane is okay. She didn't die. That's Woo-hoo. good. <laughs> um, and yeah, going back to what I was saying earlier. Mr. Bennett's estate is going to be inherited by a male cousin. Has to be inherited by a male Ah. heir. Mm. And um, they receive a letter one day from this male cousin um, basically saying how his his dad, who was originally going to inherit it, has died, so it's passed to him. And he doesn't want the feud between um, Mr. Bennett and his dad to continue, so he'd like to come meet them, like get to know them and sort of like, you know, Mm. maybe sort something out. Um, So Mr. Bennett's like, all right. You're and this is where we meet the lovely Mr. Collins. <laughs> if you've ever seen Pride and Prejudice, you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> He's uh, always played uh, by very sort of um, awkward greasy. actors. Yeah, greasy and just a bit gross and always sit oh. a bit too close yeah. to you. And the kind of person that we're talk- talking oh, yeah, like this. Uh, like, you know... A bit slimy. You'd be so aware if they just had a drink or if they were in need of a drink. You'd be so aware. <laughs> and he's definitely the kind of person who, like, you know, is just always a bit turned on when there's an attractive woman and doesn't oh. hide it well, you know? And also... Awkward boners. Like, those people when you're like, I'm sorry, but this is never going to happen. But they're like, well, why wouldn't she be interested in me? And keeps, like, putting the moves on you. And you're like, in, in I'm sorry, not in a million fucking years. He's like, but I am a man of high prospects. Oh. Why is he Alec with his flappy lips? Oh, God, they love an Alec in these books, they don't love they? Love a good, at least Alec was actually meant to be attractive, wasn't he? Mr. Um, Collins is actually meant to be a bit gross. He was suppose... described as having flappy lips. Yeah, fleshy lips. Uh, I... 
Depends what it does it for you, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> I always imagine Alec, though, as being, like, in some ways accomplished. Yeah. Mr. Um, Collins is referred to as not an intelligent man. Is he, like, a vicar? Yeah. 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 Um, and he's described as, he was tall, he-, he was a tall, heavy-looking young man of five and twenty. His air was grave and stately. Means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stately, and his manner was very formal. Oh, this is the other thing. He apologises for fucking everything Ugh. it's like he sits down to dinner oh i'm so sorry for intruding has dinner oh i'm so sorry but this is delicious i do declare it is yummy i'm sorry is this how the rest of the world sees english people <laughs> oh my god it is isn't yeah. it? sorry um thank you <laughs> i've had people before be like why are you saying sorry for everything like oh sorry like no that's the point stop oh, but it's so sorry. weird when you like reflect on how often we apologize like we do apologize to everyone you bump into a table you apologize to the table and also just before you start a sentence you're like sorry can i like why are you sorry already i'm that not is such a thing like um a slight tangent but um i was talking to someone um and they were saying like as a woman don't apologize mm. before you start talking because you're apologizing for being there yeah and it makes the men in the room be like oh i can talk over you whereas if you have to yeah, be more like i'm here yeah but then again with that men then like oh she's bossy yeah, yeah there's two things like one with the um saying i'm sorry thing not like from a woman just from a person point yeah. of view um people who don't say sorry a lot like in their culture they were like one it makes you seem really insincere because you're not sorry for talking that'd be really fucking weird yeah so now i'm just like why are you apologizing are you a bitch <laughs> like, yeah it's, confusing. it's like no offense but yeah exactly or like yeah when people are like um i'm not being rude but you're being rude yeah. yeah you are exactly what was the other thing i was gonna say oh yeah i used to work in like a corporate environment mm. and um there was this um article i read and it was all about um i don't know if it's interesting i found it interesting um it was all about how women uh conduct themselves in email mm, and yeah. um, a big thing that women say in email is like i just like i just wanted to check up hi just wanted to see oh yeah i do that and um they were like it's beating around the bush and like being like apologetic and it makes you less direct and apparently like a lot of people and they're like i just are like oh it's not like you know that important but if sometimes you know i'd be checking up on like quite an important project and I'd like send a message like just um wanted to see if everything's going okay and I'd see like other like male like uh project managers sending a- another message being like when's this going to be completed like no like hi how are you I'd be like oh hi hope you had a nice weekend just wanted to see and they were yeah. like be more direct like and so every time I wrote something I go through and I take out all the gists that's interesting because it's, it's also like how we're raised like men are always taught like oh yes he's a good leader and everything mm. he's showing good like communication skills if a girl did that she's called bossy yeah like overbearing girls are so much it's so much more in like um what's the word like invested in girls ingrained ingrained in girls to be kind and polite and always to worry like you know to be concerned that you're not offending people whereas men it's not installed at all men don't give a fucking fuck that's why they're such dicks that's what I was going to say like there's a a lot of weight I think both on being female and being English as being perceived as being rude and really worried about it but that's but also comes into like you know if like some guy's being creepy or whatever then like a lot of girls like oh I didn't want to offend him it's like fucking offend him turn the fuck off that's the whole thing like there's this little podcast don't know if you've ever heard of it called My Favourite Murder (laughs) in a real small time Um, yeah one of their main like catchphrases is fuck politeness don't get murdered or whatever it is and uh, like yeah there's that whole thing of like um, I've 
little story. Um, one time um, I was getting a train like late at night and um, I was on the platform, just me, and this weird drunk guy started talking to oh, me. Oh no. And he just would not leave me alone. It was quite a quiet train. And um, again, like you don't want to be like rude to like anger them and escalate Bully. it. So I was like, I'll just keep having a conversation. And on the train, I very like purposely walked away from him and he kept following me through all the carriages. And Gross. it was a really like, empty train. I found one carriage and there was another guy in there who was just like, obviously like looked like a regular guy like commuting from church. From church. He was a <laughs> pious man. Um, commuting, whatever. No, it wouldn't be commuting. It was quite late at night. Anyway, um, we sat down in that carriage. The guy like kept talking to me, saying like really gross things as well. He was like, um, one, trying to find out where I lived like Disgusting. specifically and um i was like oh yeah i'm getting picked up when we get to the station he was like oh he's picking you up oh my boyfriend's dad like oh you're gonna have to flirt with him in the car then just saying really gross, so stuff. gross and the other guy clearly read the situation well i i think wrong but he obviously looked at us like oh god who are these losers this uh, really gross guy talking so when we got to the um platform at the other side he legged it and like left me on my own with this guy no. and i was like i like walked very quickly and got away with him i was like can you not read what i've done i've sat so i'm like not on my own i'm not asking you to like step in or anything but as long as there's another person here it it's... dilutes it and makes this guy seem like he's got less control yeah and, the fact that, and again we got back to a deserted station and you like have to cross a bridge to get over to the other side to get out and this guy just ran off i was like fucking cheers mate you're like Literally. just emotionally like switched off to what's going on here but if like but yeah fuck men, <laughs> men are i'm mean, no offense but men are like that they're like they don't yeah. read situations yeah like, if there had been another woman in the in the oh my god she would have either come over and been like hi do you want to sit with me yeah exactly or been like at least like kept like an eye on you yeah 100 like, i've done that when i've noticed girls silly. in situations before like yeah i was walking uh where and i went at, to uni i was walking to an alleyway back through an alleyway back to my house and there were these two girls walking towards me yeah and um there was a guy just walking very close behind them Disgusting. and i noticed one he was wearing um sunglasses and it was like seven in the evening and mm. it was getting like it, it wasn't sunglass time of day yeah and um also he was just like very differently dressed to them a different age group i was like just looks weird for him to be their mate and uh, admittedly when i first saw it i was a bit like an interesting demographic uh, situation going on there. And I was yeah. just sort of like looking like you wouldn't put them together. And I was like, he's walking very close to them. And he was literally like coming up and then he caught my eye and I sort of gave him a look like, I don't think you are with these ladies. And then he literally like kind of went, because I'd seen his face and like pushed through them and like ran away. And they were like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, yeah, watch out. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so gross. He was prob- I think he was just gonna like mug them or whatever, but it was just kind Still. of like, I like saw it and was just kind of yeah. like, I don't think a lot of people would have like looked at that group and gone, that's not a fit. Like, yeah, that's don't. not right. Yeah, there's something going on there. But um, yeah, what was go- oh yeah, that was going off the whole like fuck politeness thing. But sometimes Literally, you do have yeah. to be polite not to escalate a situation. Yeah, yeah. like, because there's so many situations where like, people are just rude. Like, I mean, I've got a boyfriend, so it doesn't really, like, it's not a lie. But I know so many people who, like, you know, if they get approached by a guy in the club, they're always like, oh, sorry, I've got a boyfriend. Just because mm. then, like, because obviously you don't want to be like, oh, I just think you're a fuckface. See, I've done but- this. And, um, like, they were like, oh, you shouldn't say... Um, sorry, I've got a boyfriend because just on a wider thing, it's the whole like ownership of men. Like, oh yeah, the only reason I'm not exactly. interested in you is because I've got a boyfriend. Which so is I, really annoying. I've tried the other one and gone, sorry, I'm not interested. And you know, maybe you know it would work with some people, it wouldn't work with other people because I usually try and make a point of saying, sorry, I'm not interested because it's got nothing to do with the. Well, yeah, I mean. Even it if they were fit, have... I would say. Like, yeah, fully. But... but like with gross guys, like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm not interested. Um, or even just like, you know, 
regular guys that yeah we just wouldn't be a fit but um, yeah. I said it's this one guy and I was like um sorry not interested and um then he kept coming up to me like well what about now like can I have your number now and I was, I was like, like no no I'm, I'm not interested I don't want to give you my number and then he came up to me later in the evening he was like well I'm going home now so you might as well give me your number what do you think's changed? Yeah, like, no, it wasn't because I thought we were going to, like, you know, have this fun back and forth for the rest of the night. Oh. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, still not interested. Literally. <laughs> and then he came up behind me at the end of the night and be like, give it to me, and smacked me in the back of the arm. And I was like, well, now, of course I'm going to... You don't understand, no, and you fucking hit me. Well, obviously, now I want to have your baby. Yeah, and at that point, I was like, don't fucking touch me, fuck off. Yeah. Right? And I've had it... Oh, my God. Sorry, complete rant. Um, Men suck, we yeah. hate them. I swear it's in one of the descriptions of this. It might be rant sometimes. Another time, when I was at uni, um, this uh, one of my flatmates' mates from home had come, mm. and come to visit uni. <laughs> well, he wish he came. Um, <laughs> and um, so he basically had, like, said that... Sorry for anyone who doesn't want to hear this um, said, but he said by the end of the night he was going to have his cock in my mouth. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, to his mate, who was my flatmate, and he was like, she's very solid with her boyfriend. I don't think you will. And um, he was like, um, oh, trust me, mate, trust me, by the end of the night. Disgusting. Followed me round like a little puppy dog all evening, like trying to talk to me. Also, he never really said anything like that, sort of like, flirting me it was just always at my side just like kind of breathing Ugh. and being alive gross disgusting but, but stop I, living but because I I knew he'd said that about me yeah and so I would just kind of move away dance with like other people chat to other people and then he'd always like loom up behind me and like try and like put his hand on my arm and then in the end I was like look I'm done being fucking polite fuck off yeah and um, then like he was like oh but 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 and still like didn't get it's it I was like what hurt. do I have to fucking say to you literally and in the end because um oh it was kind of like a bit later anyway I ended up going home I would have like stayed out later but I really thought you were gonna say I ended up going home with him just to, <laughs> just to shut him up <laughs> I was like Masha If, you know, politeness doesn't work, being blunt doesn't work, just shag him. Just shag him, it shuts him up a tree. <laughs> he fell asleep right after. <laughs> so that's my advice, ladies. If you can't, if they don't take no for an answer, stop saying no. <laughs> and that's where the problem comes. The fact is, yeah, you just got to say yes every now and then. Literally, you just got to give in to your principles and shag a guy. Come <laughs> Where were we in the Pride and Prejudice? We've, we've just, just met Mr. Collins. We've just we? met Mr. Collins, and he's really disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, where well, should, should we wrap it up soon? I was about to say. Yeah. So you are about to meet Mr. Collins, and as you have seen our prelude, yeah, our prelude, you can sort of guess uh, the fun the things kind, you're going to have. The to... kind of character he is. Yes, and what you're going to get next time. <sighs> so yes. Um, we are getting a little bit structured on the end of this, so I've got some uh, things to sign off with. Oh, how exciting. So, please follow us on Instagram. Please. please. <laughs> it, it would mean a lot. And yeah. we might follow you back. Oh, I follow everyone back. So yeah. literally, that is your only like... And I, I look at your profiles as well. So if you we want to be... follow back. Yeah, so if you want that, it's at unclassical underscore podcast on Instagram. And then we are... Uh, 
available on I think all the places you can get your podcast so yeah. continue to listen but if you could please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts it helps with the algorithm and basically means we're promoted more and so hopefully more people should listen so if you've liked it that would be very kind of you yes if you've liked it please do rate and review we would be most grateful and yes. yeah like we said we'll follow you back yeah we'll follow you back and if you've got your own podcast as well we will uh, rate we'll and check review it out. back yeah, yeah so just send it over yeah, literally I've been finding some great podcasts who are doing this and we've only like been doing it all that long yeah so. in a couple of weeks it's been great brilliant great so on that note cheers have a lovely evening oh do have a yeah. good night's sleep too also we're saying have a good night's sleep because it's in the evening for us have a wonderful day yeah have a, a wonderful have life the best life yeah unless you're a dickhead good luck unless you're a fucking man no. yeah fuck. only the shit ones yeah fuck you bye <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake bye <laughs>